Welcome, guys, to another episode of Tangents with Toby. Hopefully, you are doing great on this beautiful day. Today, I decided to dig deep, deep down into the archives of my previous shows and pull out a chance, an opportunity to give you a brand new, fresh top five list. That is correct. I will be giving you guys a top five list for my top five favorite TV shows. And some of you OGs, you've already known what my old shows were. Well, let me tell you, this particular show has changed the outlook of my whole entire list. I've seen some of it on social media. So I thought I'd give it a chance and I binge watched, which kind of finished it. And it's like, man, I really need to move on to another show. Couldn't find another show that I really, really liked. But surprisingly, I did find another one not long ago, which has been posted as my most favorite TV show of all time, hands down. So what I'm going to be doing I'm going to be giving you guys the my list of my top five television shows of all time. So first up, what I like to do is I would like to introduce you to Family Guy. <laughs> it's plain. It's simple. What can you say? And I know it was almost like uh, instant go-to. But the reason why Family Guy is on my list is more than like the history of Seth MacFarlane, how he got his cartoon characters, the plots, the ideas, things like that. It's way more than that. It's for the simple fact that he takes jabs at so many people, he doesn't care, and he's not canceled. Another part that I like is some of the old school jokes that he pulls out from the 1980s and the 1990s, most people, it will literally go over top of their heads. If you don't catch them, it won't make sense. The one episode that slapped me in the face, which made me realize so much when it comes to Family Guy and what they do, Peter Griffin was talking about he wasn't going to go kidnap his nephew and go starting on a shooting rampage. That right there takes a ref like a reference to a news article about how an uncle kidnapped his nephew and started sniping people from the vehicle over in Washington where nobody was safe. And it took such a long time for them to find out these guy or this guy sniping because he was doing it from the vehicle, had a little hole in the trunk, got down, started sniping. That's how they did it. Out of all the times that I've actually watched this particular episode, I wasn't even close of actually catching the joke. So to me, it kind of slapped me in the face. And the more I watch Family Guy, I don't watch it because of the show. I watch it for the inside jokes. There's so many of them. 
that if your mind just goes over top, you're going to miss it and you're not going to enjoy it. So it gives you a chance and opportunity to kind of get down and move it all around to just get those inside jokes, to make it laugh, to make it ha-ha. So great. Next up, it is Mr. Robot. Most people, when I mention Mr. Robot, I can guarantee you that uh, people probably would have never heard of it or they'll say, oh, you mean I Robot? It's like, no, it's Mr. Robot. It doesn't have Will Smith. It's got that uh, Robbie... Whatever. So people, you know, get confused. The one thing that I like about this... Uh, oof, this show is for the very first season. It is an absolute mind screw. And as soon as you think you got this thing figured out, it slaps you in the face and goes, ha, 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 ha. You are absolutely wrong, my brother. And trust me, closer to the end of season one, that is 100% true. There's a twist in the story that you'll sit up and go, whoa, I didn't see that coming. The biggest problem with this show for me, though, is I wanted to watch Mr. Robot from start to end like I want to binge watch. But with this movie, or this TV show, excuse me, the problem that I have with it is when I tried rewatching it, is I wanted to sit down and physically watch it from start to end, which every TV show you should. When I watch some of the TV shows, I do it while I do dishes. It's kind of like my thing and nobody really bothers me. Because I have my headset on and I just watch. Where as soon as I get done, most TV shows, it's when I'm done <laughs> doing dishes. Oh, so it just it kind of works out that great awesome way. So I tried binge-watching Mr. Robot again for the first time in, God, years. I don't even remember the last time when I watched Mr. Robot was. Well, I do know that it was when it first came out. So the girlfriend and I, we watched the first one. God dang emails. I really got to turn that off. We both loved it. Couldn't wait for season two. Season two rolled around. We watched... What was it? A first few episodes. And we said to each other, let's just wait till it comes out. Because they were releasing like one episode every single week. And we just couldn't do it. Which, you know, is fine. But the only problem is we fell off. And I think there's about four seasons now that was a part of the show and we didn't watch it. I tried so hard to get back into it, 
but with the environment that I have with the kids, I just couldn't start watching it again. I, I have to sit down, bowl of popcorn, a drink, watch it that way. But in reality, I recommend Mr. Robot by a long shot, hands down. There's no, that's one of the reasons why it's on my list. And I'm very picky when it comes to my TV shows and my movies. But this one, it's something that I would have never, ever thought of watching. I'm kind of glad I did. And I don't know, maybe in the near future, I'll give it a chance and actually finish it from the start to the end. Because uh, trust me, I have commitments I've made commitments for TV shows and I'm making commitments for TV shows where Mr. Robot's probably a very light dusting of that just in simple power. Number three on my list is the Joe Schmo show. If you were huge of the Joe Schmo show early in the 2000s, then you would totally 100% understand this show. So basically, just to give it a little bit of rundown, uh, what it is, is a gunship, a bunch of crew guys, story writers, things like that, John H. Moore, they make a plot. They try doing a reality show and have everything scripted. Everybody has roles, everybody has personalities that they have to follow. If something changes, they have to change it on the fly. Everybody knows it's fake except for the person that's a part of the show. Which, you know, is very unique. Joe Schmo, absolutely love it. First season, loved it. Second season was okay. But when I watched season three in, what was it, 2011? No, 2012. We found it online. We went back to season one, season two, watched season two from start to the end and actually fell in love with it. The one part that I didn't like about season two is there's a guy, his name's Jonathan. He was part of Street Sense, uh, the Canadian lineups for Canadian television, also Jonovision. He was a part of the TV show. So I couldn't get past that part, and that was one of the reasons why I turned season two of the Joe Schmo show off because of that. When it comes to season three, that had so much more writing technique and skill to it that it was absolutely unbelievable. One of the things that I thought was kind of cool is that the animals they used in the third had a reason why they're there. For example, there was a deaf female. She was, her spiritual animal was a bee. Both of them couldn't hear. The guy who was the main character, he was dedicated. He was best friends. Then... The animal that he was a part of was a llama, and they actually said that the llama was dedicated 
and it had a strong friendship and uh, how would you say dedication respect to humans so there was just a lot of things to it that I found really really interesting and it was kind of cool Alright, number two, I did watch clips of this one off and on for years since it came out, but in 2020, I binge-watched from the start to the end, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Let me tell you, this one was very crafty, brilliant, and gave me actual laughing times in the show like it it was good but the only thing that i didn't like about this show is it almost felt like they put everything in the very first season and as the following season started coming they're trying to figure out okay what can we do uh well we have this to fall on but what should we do here here and here and here so you know that is absolutely fine there's nothing wrong with that but i just felt like it was started to go downhill after season one, very slowly. Then when it went from the one network to another, that's when it hurt even worse to the point that the writers weren't writing the same. I don't know if they had the same ones. I don't know who was involved with the production. Brooklyn Nine-Nine does have a new season out, and I don't think I'm going to watch it just because why destroy something that is good as it is i know that was a very stupid explanation is it worth my number two yeah i really do think it's number two i recommend everybody to go out and go give it a watch but before you give brooklyn 99 a watch you need to go out and freaking watch hands down how I met your mother I just started the show I seen all these clips on the internet on Facebook TikTok so I thought I'd give it a whirl oh my god there's 208 episodes I'm only at episode 16 this show is comical comical it's pure and how can a gay guy be so straight and be absolutely awesome like oh oh i don't even know how to say it like the jokes they work they're running together i seriously didn't think that would be this funny but every single episode i'm actually laughing out loud not one or two times but like four to five times with just the dumbest things that they say the dumbest things that they do where they go with the joke and it's absolutely brilliant like if everything goes well you could probably get done in like 50 episodes with the plot that they have but the fact that they lasted 208 episodes it's it's brilliant and the more i'm watching it the more i want to start binging the only time that I actually binge is when I'm washing dishes. 
I might have to say, okay, I'll watch more episodes, dishes, bed, do something. Like, I don't know. This show is absolutely awesome. I even talked to my little brother, Tyler. He even said that this show is number one on his list as well. He asked me what episode was I on, so I told him the episode. He goes, oh my God. And he totally told me the whole entire plot of the story. He goes, yeah, I remember that. That was a freaking awesome suit up. <laughs> oh, so great, so great, so great. Ah, times have changed though. And as you can tell, if you're an original listener, you would understand what I'm talking about. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the show a little bit of an end. And we will talk later. And yes, I know it's a little bit unique and rare that you get an actual show show. But I thought I'd just kind of knuckle one out, bat it out of the arena, give you guys an awesome show. If you have any questions, comments, feel free to email me at tangentswithtopia at gmail.com. You also can hit me up on uh, all social media, Tangents Toby. And also, if you want an ad-free episode, make sure you head over to mesh.ca, Tangents Toby, forward slash Tangents Toby, to find my channel. Get your membership with the link in the description, and it will help you save and help support me so i will talk to you guys later hopefully you have a wonderful great day peace mother truckers